Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. About his plans. The enemy doesn't want you to know the same way God has a plan for your life. He has a plan for your life too. The best way the enemy works is in secret, is in darkness. He wants you to be ignorant of his schemes, of his devices, of his plans. That's why it, I'm not twin shade, but I'm telling you, when you go to church for 50 years, 25 years, you will never hear a sermon about the enemy about his plan, you need to start asking yourself questions. Because Paul talks about it. The Bible spoke about it. The world's talking about it. But the church, for some reason, they say, let's not talk about it. Because it's offensive. It scares people away. But that's the work of the enemy. He doesn't want you to know he's there. He stays in secret. He wants you to be ignorant. He wants you to be ignorant of, of God's word. The only reason you try to fight all the time to read your Bible and you cannot read your Bible, guess what it is? Because once you start reading the Bible, the enemy's been exposed. That's why when you try to ask yourself, you can watch Netflix for 26 hours, bench on every show. And the moment that you say, let me go spend time with God, And you think in your mind it's your flesh. But those of us who's been doing deliverance, we know there's something behind that. When you try to pray, you, try, you can spend hours watching football, ESPN, every game, everything. The moment you try to stop praying, your phone starts ringing. Have you ever noticed that? Get up, awake, 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 start putting it together. It's not random. Because the moment you start praying, your senses, your spiritual man, stop being aware, awakened. That's why the enemy wants the church to be ignorant of his devices, of his scheme. Because the enemy loves to work in the darkness. Somebody say amen. Ignorance leads to sin. What do I mean by that? When you start reading God's word, when you spend, this is why, one of the reasons they may keep you away from God's word, because when you start reading God's word, it says, I will forgive, you need to forgive somebody that has hurt you. I will not put, the Bible says, don't put anything evil in front of your eyes, Right? So every time I read the Bible, the Bible convicts me to walk right with God, right? So if then he can keep me ignorant, not aware of God's word says, sooner or later, without knowing it, if he thinks, even if it's a sin, I will fall into it. That's why he'll do everything he can do to keep you away from this book. Somebody say amen. amen. Not only that, 
let's talk about the church. Because one thing, you see, our job here, this is one of the things God called us here, is to provoke you. Let me say that. We're not here to babysit you. We're here to provoke you, to make you realize you need to get up and be the person that God has called you. Because some of you have been sleeping so long. Let me tell you. You see what Demi does? One thing ignorance is, does is make you fall asleep. Demi, Demi wants you to make you fall asleep. Let's say my daughter here, before they were big, uh, before the big kids now, they were four or five years old, right? They will fall, they will fall asleep in, in the couch watching TV. But because they fall asleep, I can pick them up and bring them to their room because they were asleep. So when you don't read your Bible, you don't spend time with God, and that spirit of slumber is upon you, you fall asleep. Spiritually, you are sleeping. So sooner or later, you'll find yourself into places that you did not want to be in. Because the enemy, because you're asleep, you're no, you have no awareness of what's happening. It's sooner or later, the stuff that you didn't want to do, the stuff that you used to hate, that bitterness that you used to have before you got saved, next thing you know, you still have bitterness towards somebody that did something to you a long time ago. The enemy just take you from that place and put you in another place. Because of what? Because your sense of awareness is not there. That's why the Bible, when you don't pray the Bible, compare you as a person that's sleeping. The reason the church is sleeping today and the enemy is running rampant is because your church is sleeping. Because they're not praying. You can fight the enemy with your intellect. The only way you can fight the enemy is through prayer. Somebody say amen. I know I'm busting your bubble this morning. That's okay. Not only that, I'm coming right to your house right now. Ignorance leads to blindness. And blindness leads to pride. What do I mean by that? Because you fall in, you, you're not aware of the work of the enemy, you become blind of the work of the enemy. And blindness leads you to pride. Some of you right now in your mind said, I'm a good Christian. What Pastor James is talking about? I got this thing. You know, why he's asking us to pray and fast? Why is he talking about casting a demon and all this stuff? This is, dude, this is, this is for off, man. I, I'm good. I got it together. You've been blind. You're asleep. You're asleep. And not only you're asleep, here's the pride. I got it together. I don't need to pray. What are you talking about? I got this thing. I've been doing Christianity for so long. How dare you come and tell me how to live my life? I even create my own Jesus. Let me say that. I even create my own, my own doctrine, my own God. Because the God you're talking about, because I've been this thing for so long, I know what's right. I know what to do. So I create my own thing. You become your, you, you create your own plastic Jesus. You know, they have those, 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 those face things on Instagram. How do you call it? Oh, filters. <laughs> so, so what, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> so what you have done, because you ignore God's word so much, so you create your own filter. You put your own filter on Jesus. This Jesus doesn't line up with the, what the word says. This book says, uh, you're not supposed to hate people because if you hate people, the love of Jesus is not in you. But I can still hate people who doesn't look like me, who doesn't vote like me. And I'm attacking them on Facebook because that's where you guys spend most of your time. 
because ignorance leads to pride. The biggest problem in the last day Jesus is talking about, when he's talking about the last day church, he said, he came to Laodicea, Laodicea church in Revelation, he said, he said, I'm knocking at the door, and the church answered him and says, I have need of nothing. This is Jesus, his church, right? This is his church, he died for it. He said, I'm knocking at the door. That means the church and the modern day, the last day church, they will create their own door. Because Jesus is supposed to be the door, right? Jesus is knocking at the door to come in inside. He's knocking to come in. And he said, you guys are naked, you wretches. But the answer says, we have need of nothing. We got this together. And Jesus said, don't you see you're blind? You're wretched? You're jacked up, messed up? You're naked? That's why ignorance leads, leads to pride. Think, I got it together. I create my own Jesus. A plastic, a, 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 surgery, a plastic surgery. A plastic, you create your own Jesus. You create your own, the way he looks. Yeah, that Jesus, man, I don't like that. This, this, is Jesus, this is Jesus too radical. Let me make him very soft. You know, let me you know, make him look very effeminate. You know, you know, he's cool and stuff. Everything can go. <laughs> Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> All right, let's get to the sermon now. <laughs> but the Bible said it's time to be awakened, church. It's time to be awakened. The Bible said, Ephesians 6, verse 12, go ahead and put the Bible, because that's where we're going to get jumped in the, in, the, in, the, in the next passage. He said, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. You see, Paul is talking to the Ephesian church. He's telling, hey, guys, hey, this is not a joke. He's telling the church Ephesian, hey, he's, he's saying, hey, hey, telling you, church, hey, this thing is not flesh and blood. We do not wrestle with human beings, normal human beings, but there's something behind them. You know, the past few weeks we've been talking about Satan. We've been talking about ways from what, how God judged him. But now we're talking about how his kingdoms work. And Paul is saying, hey, Ephesian church, hey, listen. You guys, listen to this. We do not wrestle with normal human beings. You will wrestle against principalities. Against, against, if you have your Bible, turn it quick. I don't think I put that verse there. But say, against flesh and blood, principalities, against powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in their heavenly places. He's telling them, hey, hey, listen. They may look like human beings that are doing everything, but there's something behind it. But if Paul's talking to the to to the primitive church is telling them, hey guys, be aware of this. Watch out. So you don't think that message means anything to us, the modern day church, the modern day Christian, because this passage, nobody wants to talk about it. You don't even hear about it anymore, but it's a reality. And Paul said, hey church, wake up. This is a reality. Principalities. One of the first things he talks about, he talks about principalities. If you have that one. Principalities are the princes. Um, and I'm going to stay there because that's something I want to, I want to show you guys. Oh, did she, go back, go back. Um, principalities, the first, first, first category Paul talks about, he talks about principalities. Principalities are the princes and chief rulers of a kingdom of darkness. Basically, basically principalities, they have people underneath them that work. They have demons that works underneath them. You have princes, and they have all the little demons work, working underneath them. Um... And, and I'm going to make something here, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to see it. So, God, God, the enemy's kingdom is well organized. It's, there's no chaos. Everything is structured. 
So we have Satan, you have those princes that control everything. Those princes, the Bible says, they control other spirits, other things underneath them. But not only that, we talk about a lot of demonic oppression, um, possession. We talk about that. But also, what, one thing we never talk about it is collective demonic oppression. Collective demonic suppression, possession. What do I mean by that? And you're going to see it quickly when I, see it, when I say it to you. Have you ever go to a city, you hear there's a city, say, man, this city is known for something? Las Vegas. Number one state in the nation for suicide. Colorado. So for people that, Colorado, you know, they just legalize marijuana. Second in the nation for suicidal. Miami, number one city for abortion. Um, Tacoma, um, uh, I had a pastor, James Dobson, I found him focusing on the family. He said he went there, he was, and he's not a spirit-filled guy. He just, he went there, he, was, he, he just got into the hotel. He said, literally, he felt a spirit of depression over him. And God said, that's, that's, that's what's over this whole county. Watch this. Okay, let's go to the Bible. Let's, let me show you this. You don't be, let's go to the scripture. Let's go to the next thing. Uh, in Matthew, we read this passage all the time, but there's something here we miss. Jesus is talking about, he said, when I cast a demon out, right? When I cast a devil out, they go to the dry places, right? He said, they will come back. If they come back, the house is left empty. They'll come back um, um, seven times with more unclean spirit, okay? This is where we need to stop there. And most of the time when we read this passage, we always think it's talking about one person, which is true. But when you read the last passage, watch this. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how, watch this, it will be with this wicked generation. What Jesus is saying, he said, I came, when I came in, I cast the strong man out. But when I leave, this old generation, this whole group will experience that. Okay, you don't believe me. Let's go to the next passage. Go to the next one. This is Paul in Ephesus. Listen to this. Paul in Ephesus, he's preaching the gospel. The people are getting rid of all their books, all their witchcraft, all their stuff, right? And, and, and they got mad. So they said, we're going to kill Paul. So the people, everybody got rage. They got mad. So what they did... So they said, we're going to kill Paul, right? They pushed Paul out. The whole town got mad. The Bible says they went to kill Paul, but when they got there after Paul, they, they, the Bible said they, they put Paul outside the window, Paul jumped out, he almost broke his leg. No, he didn't, the Bible didn't say that, that's me. Uh, but, but the Bible says when everybody went to the temple, watch this, because the whole city got mad. They didn't even know why they were mad. And when they got there, most people didn't even know why they were here. Because when you're under the influence, you don't even know what you're doing. You're just acting up because everybody's doing. Because when you're in, under influence, you'll do stuff you don't even know what you're doing. Somebody say Amen. Because they're in the influence of principalities. Principalities, that's what they do. They control a whole group of people. Sometimes they control families. Sometimes, sometimes they control a city, a town. Um, true story. A few months ago, I started praying here. 
I know you guys don't believe this because I, I, me too, you know, I'm fasting not crazy, but you know, some stuff, I'm very balanced. I'm not crazy. I'm very balanced. I go with everything with scripture. I, yes, I believe in the power of God. I believe in the scripture. If it's not in the scripture, I don't, I don't play with that. I don't fall. I stay in the Bible. A few months ago, we were praying here. We had a prayer, not prayer, prayer meeting night, and we started praying over Tokoa. True story. I'm not making this thing up. We started praying over Tokoa, and we know one of the things that Tokoa was dealing with is, is drugs. So I started praying. We started praying. We started praying. We said, God, we bind that spirit of, of drugs and poverty over this town. We're praying, we're praying. I mean, the, if we could feel the place was about to blow up, you were praying. The same night, I went to bed. Went to bed, I was praying. No, I got up at 4 a.m., I, I spent my time in prayer, and I went back to bed. I didn't even put my head in the bed. I didn't even, even close my eyes. Literally, I saw a, a giant man walk in front of me, trying to come inside of my house. I was wrestling with him. I was wrestling with him, and when I put my hands on him, because I was pushing him out the house, when I lay my hands on him to get out this place. And next thing, when I put my hands on it, and I know what it was. It's the principality over this whole city. When I put my hands on that, I said, get out in the name of Jesus. And when I lay my hands on it, I said, oh, that's the spirit of drugs over this whole town. And in Miami, a pastor, a pastor, true story, he, they were doing a fast for 40 days. They were praying over the whole city. He said that night he went to pray, and he saw a beast at South Beach, Miami. He said while he was praying, they were fasting for 40 days. He says, you fast when you pray. We said, when you pray, you spend time with God. God start opening your eyes. You start seeing things. You're waking up. So he was praying, and he said, instantly God showed him a beast coming out of the water in South Beach. And there was so much blood on him. And then he literally said, he said God, what is this? And the Lord said, this is the principality over this whole town. He said, why there's so much blood? He said, well, don't you know what Miami is? The number one city in the nation that beats New York, um, New York, San Francisco, California, every state in the nation, every city. Florida is the number one state for abortion. And he saw so much blood, and God said, that's the principality, because that's what they do. They give you honor to that, to that spirit. Somebody say Amen. amen. It is a reality. I know the church don't want to talk about it, but it's a reality. Somebody say amen. amen. A city can be influenced. A country can be, can be under the influence of, 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 of a spirit. It is the truth because we're seeing it. It's not stuff we're making up. You can see it. Even if you don't have to be spiritual, you can see it. She was sharing a story a couple weeks ago. She said she, she moved to, she was driving. To, and she said when she, got, she, when she got there, she said, man, I can, I can, something was not right. She said, I can feel it. Somebody say amen. amen. And then you're not praying, and that's the danger. And when you don't live a life of prayer, you're not in the word of God. You're not staying focused. You're not digging his word. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to be in the, under the influence of that spirit, too. It's a reality. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says, all of them got there. The next one is authority. The next, the next thing he talks about is the authority of, of, of demonic powers uh, Paul talks about. It's the right to control. It's the right to control. The authorities means controlling. Controlling. They control things. 
It's not me, that's what the Bible says. I'm just going with the scripture said. Authorities, they control those demonic powers over a city, over time, they control things. They make decisions for people to make this legal right. Um, the legal is there, there for one reason, to establish legal right of Satan over families, over communities, and nations. What they do, they try to create things for people to, to, to walk away from God, to create sin, to create things. They, they encourage that. That's what they do. They create cultural strongholds. They infiltrate music, science, art, everything you can imagine. Something you see, it's not by accident. Sometimes people, because we're so dull, we, because we're so backslidden to modern day church, we're not in the God's word. But when you look into media, the stuff that's, that you're seeing, even people with common sense, that's not normal. They are indoctrinated our kids. And you guys think this is just politics. It's not politics. Stop this nonsense. When are you going to wake up and say, does it matter who's in the right house? Does it matter? Yes, we want the right person there. Yeah, it's, but the, the reality is something behind there. And, and because we're so, we're so far away from the true reality, there's something there and we miss it. And the church is not praying. They infiltrate everything, trying to, trying to distort the word of God in, in, in media, in music, in everything that we do. So um, Jay-Z in one of his songs, and I know some of you listening to it, but Jay-Z in one of his songs, and, and he, said, he, said, he said, Jesus cannot save you. One of his songs, one of his albums, and then you're listening to it, and you think there's nothing coming, there's nothing that's going to impact your life. you Christian, you listen to that junk. It's both white or black. It doesn't matter. And people say, just music. No, it's not music. You know, I was reading this. They say one of the people, when people, when people were ready to, to shoot, like, to do a drive-by shooting, you know what they do? Some of those guys, they said they'll, they'll crank the music up, right? For hours, they'll crank the music up because they said the, the normal human conscience, there's something that you cannot do. So what they do, they put the loud music and they listen for a few hours. They get cranked up so hard. And they say when they get out, of that car, they're not human beings. Because they have so much anger in their heart, they can shoot somebody without thinking about it. Because they get possessed by that spirit, and when they get out, they just shoot somebody, they don't even think about it. Because they put so much junk in their head, they get so much under that influence, when they get out, they don't even think about it, they do it. It's not me saying, it's the reality. You can do your own research. Wake up, church, wake up. Somebody say amen. I know it's not a happy message, but we have to talk about the stuff. That's what, that you can't eat ice cream every Sunday. Because some of you have been eating so much ice cream, now you can't even eat real meat because it makes you sick. Stop with this ice cream gospel. Let me tell you, stop with this ice cream message you're listening in America. It's the reality. It's nothing to do with the Bible. It's just some fable, motivational speaking. Those things are not going to set you free. There's a reality. There's an enemy out there that wants to destroy us, that wants to destroy your family. But nobody wants to talk about it because they want to tell you what makes you feel good. But let me tell you, this is not a popularity contest. I'm going to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. Whether you li- because I'm going to, because I have to stand before God and tell God, hey, this is what I said. Your kid are not safe. You got to watch what your kids are watching. Last week, literally, he showed me something. In my culture, thanks. In my culture, one of the things they do, because we, I'm Haitian, if you didn't know that. I have an accent. I speak French. So if you didn't know that. Okay, let's get back to it. Okay. In my culture, you know, in voodoo stuff, 
you go to the cemetery, right? There's a, there's a demon that they serve in my culture. They call it um, Baon Samdi. Um, and I was sharing something with him. I said, yeah, people go to the cemetery. That's, that's, the, that's the kind of spirit they call to give them access to all the demonic spirit. And I, and, I, and I put the name of the spirit in, the, in, in Google, so I showed it to him, to Kyle. Kyle said, Pastor James, Pastor James. I said, I said, what's going on? He said, I know where this person is. I, know where, I said, what do you mean, what do you mean, what do you mean? He said, it's in one of the Disney movies. I said, really? I said, what do you mean it's in Disney movies? He said, let me, let, me, let me show it to you. The same spirit that they call in my culture, we know the name, we know the reality of those things. I'm not making this thing up. He... The same design, same thing, he showed it to me. I said, are you serious? I said, are you kidding me? He said, yeah, it's the, it's the kids don't say, no, but we know in our culture, if you go to, to, to the cemetery to call it demonic spirit, that's the first spirit you call is Baal Samji. What was the name of that thing? Oh, oh, it's the guy with the hat in the, in the New Orleans movie. Yeah, but there was a, the, the, the evil guy, the, the nemesis. What? Okay. Literally, and you think those people are just playing games. You think it's just marketing. Wake up, church, time to wake up. I know it's old gospel, but that's the reality. That's why you need to stay on your word and protect. If you have children, watch what they're watching. Not everything are innocent. They have their agenda to, to get into your house to destroy this kid's life. It's the reality. I know, I know, but I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. There's somebody, you know, the, fun, you know, the biggest thing, I struggled with this whole thing for two months. I said, God, are they ready to listen to this thing? God said, no, you need to tell them the truth. And then the funny thing, two months later, I went to, to the conference, uh, PhD conference, and one lady showed up to me, and God was speaking, she, you know, God was moving. She said, hey, Pastor James, God called you not to be an American pastor, to be an Asian pastor. I said, I didn't tell you that. Because I was shrugging. I said, man, American church is not ready for this. She said, no, 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 no. God doesn't call you to change who you are, because some people are going to need to hear the truth. She, and then another lady, came, another guy came and she said this. I said, man, okay, God, I'm not going to fight with this. Because that's the reality. Somebody say amen. amen. The next one is, is um, the rulers of darkness. Um, the rulers of darkness, they, they control everything. They control dominion, power over, over government, over, over things. Go back, go back to, go next to the next one. Go to the next um, passage. Um, go, to, go to the next one. Um, go to the next one. Um, he says, rulers of darkness, rulers of darkness, rulers of darkness. You know, there's those guys, they, they control of governments. They control system. Um, they, if you don't believe it, read, read, read Daniel. You remember Daniel? The Bible said Daniel was fasting for 21 days, and, and, and the angel showed up, and, and he fought with the king of Persia. But there was another Persia down there, but he was finding something up there that has the same name. But Look the, look the next passage. This is what happened. This is Jesus. You see Jesus, son of God. You know, and some of you think it's a joke. Son of God. Go to the next passage. This is Jesus. This is what Satan, Satan did. He says, Satan, listen to this, because you need to pay attention when you read the Bible. He says, Satan took um, Jesus to a, high, to, a, to a high mountain, right? And he said, and show him 
all, let me say, let me say that again, all the kingdoms of the world in this splendor. All the kingdom. He said, this is mine. And he said, if you bow before me, I'll give you all of this. You cannot give something that you don't have. That's common sense. I cannot give you some, I cannot give you ten dollars, even though I don't have anything, you know. <laughs> I can't give you ten dollars if I don't have ten dollars. He said, I'll give you all if you bow before me. Because sometimes we miss the whole concept of how demons is controlling things, controlling government, controlling things, because they have one purpose. They have one purpose. is to stop the work of God, to destroy your life, and the ultimate goal is one day they're going to try to elect the Antichrist. If you need to read your Bible, because some of you haven't read that for so long, you need to read it. This is what the Bible said. The last there's going to be some man, another man that's going to full of demon that's going to be Antichrist that's going to be against God. This is not Hollywood stuff. It's in the Bible. I know we don't talk about this stuff, but read your Bible. Somebody say, I'm going to read my Bible. <laughs> the last group is spiritual wickedness. He says, that operates in high places that push people to commit sin. That's their own agenda. They create invention how to people to, to, to sin more. They come, with, they come up with technology. They, come, they give ideas. They push you. They, they push you to, to, to do things that, that you don't want to do because it's a reality. That's what DME does. Somebody say amen. How much time I have left? Okay. I'm go- We're closing. We're closing. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? We go back to the word of God. That's what we need to do. This book is a warfare manual. This book guarantees victories over the powers and principalities of, of darkness. When I start reading this book, when I read this book, it reminds me, no weapon for me against me shall prosper. When I read this book, it says, what's, those that with me are more than what's with them. When I read this book, he said, I'm more than conqueror. This book said, I can stand in front of the enemy. I have the authority to cast any demon out. Some, some of you need to get back into, into the God's word again one more time and read it. I'm saying read it, not read it, chew it, eat it, because that's what's going to give you the power to stand. The Bible said when Satan came into attack, Jesus, Jesus didn't argue with him. Argue with him. He, didn't, he didn't call any psychology books, you know, all the stuff, cool stuff, um, breeding techniques, all this junk. He said every time they may attack him, he pulled the word of God. So, <laughs> that's what you need to do. When the enemy comes in trying to attack you, you say, you know good. Say, yeah, I will, I'm beloved. That's what the Bible says about me. When the enemy says, you, you, can't, you can't overcome this, the Bible says you're more than a conqueror. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says that the Bible said that God has given us the authority, authority and the power to cast out demons. When the enemy tried to bring all those ideas in your mind, what you need to do, you need to get back into his word. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. When this book, when the enemy tried to send the spirit of fear, he said the Bible said he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of courage, that you are victorious, that you're 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 a warrior. If you feel de- depressed this morning, if you're anxious, read this book. 
read this book. If you got a cloud of darkness over your head this morning, stop reading God's word. If you're in despair, stop reading this book. I'm telling you, if you feel like the enemy is trying to hit you, you don't feel like what you need to do, stop reading God's word because the enemy is allergic to God's word. Let me say that again. The enemy is allergic to God's word this morning. Some of you need to get back to his book again, to his word. You can't do the impossible. When the enemy brings your past and your failures, we remind them that you're a new creation. The whole has passed. Everything is, is new today. Take the word of God. It is a two-edged sword. Fight back the enemy. Fight back the enemy. Fight back the enemy. Don't be coward. When they try to come to destroy your family, try to destroy your marriage, get back into the book. Get back into his word. Get back into his word. Get back into his word. It's not a religious thing because religion said, I got it all together. This is, this, is what, this is what religion does. I don't need to read the Bible, man. It's okay. I got this thing. I've been, I've been doing this for so long. That's what they be putting in our heads so much in the modern day church. I got this together. And then he's, he's whooping you. It looks like a horse. You know, here's the thing. Here's the pride thing. You know, a horse get beat up, you know, and get whipped. But they have a blinders. They can't even see the person that's being some of you, you may not, you, you, in your mind, you sit saying, I'm good, but look at your life. Look where you're going. See how you're acting up. See how you're treating your wife. See what you say at your mouth, and you think that's okay. That cloud of darkness over you is not normal. You can't get up. You anxiety, you're shaking, you don't know what to do. I'm not saying because we very we well balanced. We know sometimes it's it's you have to go to a doctor, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. You can't read your Bible. You 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 don't have. You lost your passion for Jesus. You lost your passion for Jesus. Do you remember how you used to pray? You used to spend time. Man, tears come used to come out of your eyes. You could not wait to come to church. And now you can't even read the Bible. Love, you still have so much love for him. You used to love Jesus. Your heart used to be so passionate. Now you're so dry, you're so cold. Nothing moves you. Nothing moves you. Because you, you're bound by the enemy. Church is just another thing. Jesus is just another thing. He's just an option. He's just, he's just part of the menu, a checklist. No, I did my devotion. Instagram. Yeah, I did it. But deep inside, it's just religion. There's no passion. You lost the fire of God in your heart. You lost that passion that the way you used to love Him. You used to open the Bible to you. You used to come out of your eyes. There's nothing more. There was nothing more important than His Word. There was nothing more important than a worship song when you used to turn that radio. You could feel the presence of God all over your, your car. But for so long, you've been so callous. This is what David has done. Your heart becomes so callous. So callous. Nothing moves you. No tears. Nothing moves you. Just do, you're just going by, by the motion. Somebody has to tell you to raise your hand because there's nothing there. You're dying spiritually. Don't you see that? Don't you see that? It's a reality. Some of you are just sitting there just like a zombie because deep inside you're dying. You know that's not normal. Because you're in bondage. Because you give so much access to the enemy. You're watching you were not supposed to watch. You're flirting with that person you were not supposed to flirt with. 
you watching things you're not supposed to watch and guess what every time you keep sin loving to your heart your your conscience keep dying more and more thing that used to bother doesn't bother anymore wake up wake up it's time to wake up there's no time to play church there's no time to play religion it's no time to say yeah i used to go to church no 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 the time is at hand don't you see it don't you see it the enemy is destroying families it's destroying kids this is one of the, one of the judgment of satan we shared that last week he has no heart no compassion just because your kid doesn't mean you can be affected too and the parents are giving up they're not watching the kids they don't care because you're so lost yourself you can't even help your kids wake up wake up it's time to wake up again it's time to get back to his word it's time for your heart to be burned with zeal say jesus i want more of you i don't want anything else i'm sick and tired of religion wake up america wake up that's the reality dm is destroying in the church is sleeping thing that used to outrage you you used to hear the cussing on tv now you you're laughing about it the cussing guys then you're laughing about it but a few years ago that used to make you mad you said man i can't watch this thing this is junk there's no power he lost the passion and today god is saying sick and tired of religion because religion is the biggest enemy because people think because you used to go to church i know all the church thing deep inside you're bound you're bound the spirit of heaven has bound you you can't really worship God. You bound, you bound. And God is saying, surrender. Surrender. Don't hold anything back. Run to him. Sick put religion. Say I'm done with religion. I'm done with religion. Because religion will say you okay. Religion say I don't need to do more. Religion say I don't need to fast. Religion say I can be a part-time Christian with a full-time enemy. Part-time on Sundays, but full-time enemy. You have, a, you, have a, you have an enemy that never stop, never stop, 24-7. He's like, how do I treat them? How do I shoot this woman? How do I make how do I make, make him so depressed, so oppressed? I can't even read my Bible. Nothing, nothing makes you happy. Nothing makes you happy. You pay, you're able to pay your bills. Everything's fine. But you're still waking up. There's no joy. There's no joy. You're fine. You're not sick. Everything's fine. I understand that. But still no joy. And you think that's normal wake up that's the enemy putting that spirit of heaviness on you that's the enemy coming to your marriage the person that you said you love and you cut them with your word destroy them because of what you're saying you guys used to be in love with each other said kissing each other and next next thing you know now you're cutting them you think that's normal you're supposed to speak peace to each other and then you're cutting each other and you think that's normal sleeping Oh, stay on your side on my side I'm and the enemy is running havoc in the destroying marriages that's what he's doing because stronger marriage stronger kids stronger society stronger you see how he does you see how the enemy works that's the reality but God is calling us today to surrender sick and tired of religion of of passivity of no fire no desire to seek him come on church he's calling out he's calling you to stay god i'll give everything i don't want religion i want to serve you fully surrender that my life my whole being everything i am is for you that i want to serve you real not with mouth but with my action 
the way I treat my kids, my family, my spouse. She said, I want you, I want to honor you. That's the reality. In closing, when my dad started the church in Haiti, that town where he started the church at, the church started with four people, four of my siblings. I don't care if you believe it or not, but that's the reality. That's part of, that part of town in Haiti, it was so infested with demonic. The witches and, 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 and witchcraft was taking over this whole town. I'm not talking about stuff people tell reading books, it's stuff that my family has experienced. Every Monday morning, not a single week, people say every, every week somebody will die in that town. Somebody, it doesn't matter. Monday morning, somebody will die. It doesn't matter what it is. There will be death in that town. Tragic death, tragic stuff, weird stuff. But the day that stopped the church, people start getting sick. The following Monday, they didn't hear no cry in, in that town. The second Sunday, second Monday, they're not getting news. Third Sunday, Third, third Mondays, no news, people are dying. Fourth, fourth Mondays, and my dad said, is it really? He cannot believe it. Because of that church that was, that was placed in that part of town. Death was still. I don't think church knows, I don't think we know the true power that God has given us. challenge you, doesn't tell you to live sin, that doesn't tell you to pray, to read your Bible, it's time to put that aside. It's time, it's time, for, it's time for you to take that um, little passy they give my little son, you know, because some of you uh, have passy, little, little passy, pacifiers. You need to take the passive and become a soldier to fight for your family, fight for your kids, fight for your marriage, because there's a real war out there. Everybody stand up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Raise your hand right now. We're going to pray for every family. Man, Jesus, Father, right now, we pray for everybody right now. Raise your hand right now. 